Hey guys, before we jump into today's show, we just wanted to give you an opportunity to advertise your business on our podcast. If you're looking to expand your business to a wider range of people, send us an email at highlyundisputed247 at gmail.com to discuss the details. Sports Podcast. My name is Andrew Thierry. I'm here with my co-host Garrett. And on today's episode, we have a little bit of basketball to talk about. The Bucks just won the championship. And then we're going into a expansion draft where Garrett and I have each have a team and we make our own team based off what teams what we determined teams wouldn't keep. It's hard to explain right now, but we'll get more into it when we get there. Garrett, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Really great. Uh, also, you forgot to mention big Aaron Rodgers news. And that is true. He's we will jump into that later. Yeah. We'll jump into that. Some repercussions. See where they're going to land. Uh, also, we I know we said we were going to do our NFC predictions this week or our, um, what did we call them? The power rankings? Yeah. We had a, a buddy of ours on our softball team posted a thing of if you, on your personal team, if you get to keep five people for an expansion draft that were untouchable, who would they be? And we had we, me, Garrett. I did the Steelers, Garrett did the Patriots, and a couple of our buddies did the the Packers, the the Eagles, and the Bills. And I was like, oh, why don't we turn this into like an actual podcast segment? So I last minute, I think it was on Sunday, I had suggested. Or sa- it was Saturday. Saturday night at nine forty five, and we were drunk. I had suggested, hey, why don't we do this? And Garrett was like, okay. So here we are. So before we jump there, um, listen, the Bucks won the title. And about two seconds left in the game, I posted on Facebook, Giannis Antetokounmpo is a top 20 all-time player. And I took a massive amount of flack for that. I'm sticking by that. First of all, the guy that's always first to everything always looks like he's wrong at first, number one. So it got me thinking. I had to write down, and I've had this list for a while, but I had to rewrite it down. My top 50 all-time players. And I'm not going to go through the top 50. And I don't know where Andrew stands on this. I, I really am not sure. Um, but I'm going to make the honest case because I think he is the 20th best player of all time right now. I know he's only 26. I understand he's only – he's so young. That's, that's all I kept getting out of people. Listen, when LeBron James was 26 years old, he was the 20th greatest player of all time. That was just a universal thing. Everybody accepted it. He was already there. So I'm just going to give you the players that are around Giannis, where I have him at 20. I have Dr. J, 17. I have John Havlicek, 18. I have Dirk, 19. Giannis, 20. Elgin Baylor, 21. Bob Pettit, 22. KG, 23. Malone and Barkley are 24, 25. That's where I have him. Right in the middle of them. He's right in front of guys that... Well, he's KG and Pettit won titles, but they don't have the statistics that are, that Giannis is going to have. Malone and Barkley never won titles; they didn't win anything. Elgin Baylor never won anything, and he's right behind Dirk, who might have one of the five greatest single superstar titles of all time. So it's a little tough for me. A, I don't have my rankings. Uh, um, B, I I don't know all of the individual accolades well of the older generation of players. But I think it comes down to 
personally, how do you value accolades? So there are a lot of people that don't, with today's championships, a lot of people don't value rings as much in the in the age of Kevin Durant going to the Warriors and then winning rings and not really having a legitimate playoffs without a, a, a huge injury since the Spurs won it. So it's tough. I, I haven't really changed my values on a ring. I think a ring is still the biggest thing you can do. Do I think the Bucks got off easy by... Not playing oh, yeah, against, they, they by not playing against a full a full Nets team, yeah. But look all the way back in the history of basketball. There's there's got to be better instances of where that has happened. MJ won six rings. There's got to be an instance of where he there was a way that he played a team that didn't wasn't full force and he had an easy route to the championship. There's got to be. So I personally value a championship as like your job is to go out and win a championship. You did your job and you did it well. Like he came back from a very bad knee injury, what looked like a very bad knee injury, was just expected to come back game three, came back game one, came back from two zero down to win it in six. Yeah, I, that that that's huge to me. And then winning Finals MVP, and then you have two Defensive Player of the Year awards. No, no, he's one. He's one. One Defensive one, Player of the but Year he's, award. So he's five times All NBA. He's only been in the league for eight seasons. He's already made All NBA five times. And he had only been playing basketball since he was like 16 years old. So that's, that's already incredible. The biggest thing for me with, with Giannis is he's one of one. And when I say that, I mean that there's no player in NBA history that is even close to what he is. He can guard one through five. He's, he guards one through five. It, that's not even a disputable argument. He does it all defensively. He plays harder then I would say 99% of any player that's ever played in the NBA. He plays that hard on both ends. Offensively, in the paint, he's ridiculous. I understand he can't shoot threes. You know what? Shaq couldn't shoot threes. He, he, he couldn't shoot them. You know, like, just because you can't shoot threes doesn't mean you can't. Like, one of the arguments I got, and I'm not going to say the guy's name, was, well, he's, he's great because he's 6'11", and he's just, you know, he's ridiculous. But... Being 6'11 and not being able to shoot threes, but you're a perimeter guy, should hurt you. No, he just has a different style of gameplay. And, I mean, if you look at the guys in history that have two MVP awards, back-to-back, by the way, a defensive player of the year, four times all-defensive player, and a finals MVP, the list is like seven guys, basically. It's like seven guys. Yeah, that's just where I am with it. And I'm I'm sorry, but to make an argument of oh he can't he can't shoot. Oh I'm sorry, but when you're six eleven, two forty two, and you're naturally a power forward, but you could play center, I don't expect you to shoot threes. His game has, it's been proven that they get back in games where he tries to be a perimeter player, offensively. I, I hate when he shoot threes. Like you, I don't want him. You to had shoot said that. it. If Giannis turns into the Shaq role that the Bucks need, they're gonna come back and they're gonna win this series. And what did they do? Giannis started playing more of a Shaq role. It wasn't an exact Shaq role because he, he he did play a little bit of perimeter offense. He played a lot of perimeter defense. But still, he came back and he he was the player that everyone knows he can be. And look at the Bucs. There wasn't a sign of them moving, losing that championship once Game 3 was over. Game 7 is it's, it's one of the five greatest finals games of all time for him, easily. Like... You can put. There's only been seven 50 point games in the finals. Oh, did I say earlier he won it in six? I think I did. I meant seven. No, no, game six. It was in game six. Did I say game seven? I think I just said game seven. We're on. We're not on the same page right now. Well, it's whatever. Yeah, yeah. I got you. But his his game six performance is one of the five greatest finals performances of all time. I'm not. If you want to dispute that, like 
be my guest, but it is. In a win. I, if you want to say LeBron James in, I think it was 2018 when the JR game where LeBron, you know, the meme where LeBron's, yes. like, fine. But he lost that game, so I'm not counting that. But, I mean, to have 50 in a closeout game when nobody else on your team has it going, the rest of his team was terrible other than Bobby Portis. And, Bo- and really, Bobby Portis, that's where we're at. Like, he can carry a team. And I understand the Nets weren't at full strength. We all said it. If the Nets are healthy, they're, they're blowing everybody out of the water. But you know what? Giannis still went toe-to-toe with KD and who came out on top. And yeah, by a fingernail or a toenail length, they came out on top. But they came out on top. That's all that matters. Yeah. It, it's always, it always comes down to when it's not the most loved player in the sport, there's always excuses that people made. If LeBron went out and won the championship this year, Everyone would be like, oh, LeBron is LeBron is hands down the best player you've ever seen. Look at his road to the playoffs, blah, 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 blah. But because Giannis, a 26-year-old demigod in the NBA right now, went out and won a, won a ring, his first ring, which more than deserved, it, there, he's going to get flack for it. Which, which, in my opinion, is absolute, it's, it's, it's horse shit. Because how are you going to deny greatness when you see it at such a young age? Every, nobody's denying Luka's greatness. Nobody denied LeBron's greatness at such a young age. Nobody denies that, denied MJ, and I'm, I don't mean to compare LeBron or Giannis to LeBron and MJ, but this is once in, once in a generation talent we're seeing out of Giannis at such a young age. Where just imagine six years in the future, he's thirty two years old. What has he done? Potentially wins another it's ring. Probably going to have twenty five thousand points. Potentially wins a ring. Maybe has another Defensive Player of the Year. Maybe another M- yeah, NBA I, MVP. Yeah, I mean, and then the, one of the other arguments I got was, well, he could break his leg tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, and that helps his case because his career ends and. Look at what his career already is, and then you're going to say, oh, well, if he had played six years longer, look what he would have accomplished. But I got two points on your on the takes you just had. Number one is the LeBron thing. Had LeBron James won the title, this is what he would have said after winning the title. I've just won the most difficult finals in NBA history because of the pandemic. He would have called that the most difficult title to ever win. So because Giannis won that, I'm going to say that's the most difficult title that anyone's ever won because of the pandemic. Not really, but... I'm going to use that. And then uh, the second I had was um, it, it was basically, you know, when you there's nobody that shouldn't be happy about this title. It, a homegrown superstar, be, you know, development, we saw it happen. He had to have his ups and downs. For the first time in years, we've seen a guy stay with, his, with the team that drafted him and stuck with him the entire time. There was rumors that he wanted to get out. And... Look what he did. He 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 his over under for points for games four, five, and six on Vegas were does he score more than forty one points? And he was over on every single one. What other player does that? Three consecutive games with forty plus points. In yeah. a, in the NBA finals games. That's it's it's just to, crazy to me. To basically like take DeAndre Ayton, who's seven foot two, two hundred and eighty five pounds and just bulldozer him like a man baby is it's ridiculous and look he's Giannis is incredible you know all all the glory to him like he's incredible kicking myself for talking myself off my bucks and six pick I that whole game six I'm watching it and I mean he's hitting his free throws for 17 of 18 from the free throw line in a closeout game that's incredible 
Yeah, it was incredible. He couldn't. <laughs> he was hitting fallaway jumpers. He banged in a three at one point. I'm like, oh my god, with this, it's one of the most incredible performances I've ever seen. Um, but listen, if if you want to debate me on the t- the top twenty thing, I I gladly welcome it. I, I will give. I will give anybody that wants to debate me an opportunity to come on this podcast and we can have that debate. Anybody that wants it, you can come on the show. You know what What came up? And before we, I want to jump into the NFL stuff, but something came up with Amon Shumpert was on a podcast talking about Kobe Bryant, guarding Kobe in the garden, where after the third quarter, Kobe walked up to Amon and went, you played a good game. <laughs> and then like Kobe just went off and Amon was like, what are you on right now? Like what, what? I don't want to say it's exactly how I feel like Giannis went, but for a guy that has consistently sh- like shot the ball terribly from the free throw line and go 17 for 18 from the free, for the free throw line, he's like, all right, sons, you kind of put up a fight every other game, but right from the start, I'm, I'm going to dominate you this entire game. It's kind of like it's kind of like that Michael Jordan story where he's playing the guy on the bullets and the guy has a really good game and they got to play him on the back-to-back night. And the guy goes to shake Michael Jordan's hand and he goes, nice game, Mike, and like... Jordan went out and scored like 50 on him the next night. It's just like some of these guys are able to do that. They just they take the slightest little thing and they can turn it into something. I feel like the free throw shooting, the counting and everything, eventually it just like, you know what? Fuck these guys. I'm going to make 90% from the line in this game and tell everybody to shut up. It, it was incredible. And uh, I, I'm just happy the Bucks won. I, did p- I, I picked them to beat the Nets. I picked them to beat the Hawks. I should have picked them against the Suns. I I should have known better, but um, does this tarnish Chris Paul's legacy? No, okay, no, because he made the finals. Because I've seen a lot of people choke Paul, choke Paul. No, like, no, I'm pretty sure he was injured. I, I'm not going to hold the. Listen, he was bad in Game Four. His Game Four is the one that is the bad game. But I thought in Game Six he was pretty good. I just want everybody to look back on the not not even just this year. Take a look at Chris Paul's last three years in the NBA. Like, last year, he took the Thunder to the playoffs when they shouldn't have even been there. This year. The Suns wouldn't have made the playoffs without Chris Paul. If they did, they would have gotten swept, they gotten swept by the Lakers in the first round, even without uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron being completely healthy. It, I just, I, I feel like everyone's taking what, what everyone should have been happy about this finals with the two teams that were competing, with either team winning, everybody should have been happy because that was the best basketball we've seen in a while for the finals games. It wasn't either team. Neither team was stacked, and everyone's turning into a negative on both sides of the ball. Like, what do you, would you rather see Kevin Durant playing with James Harden and Kyrie Irving and Blake Griffin just dominating the Eastern Conference and then LeBron James and Anthony Davis and whoever else was on that team that was actually doing something for that team dominating the Western Conference and having a, a, a what would have been a good series, probably went Game 7, like those would have been good games, but who wants to see any of those guys play for another championship? I don't. Personally, no. It, it's <laughs> just, this was the best basketball we could have seen in the finals, and I, I feel like nobody's grateful for it. All right, uh, you want to do Aaron Rodgers, or do you want to do our let's, fun little let's experiment? Let's do Aaron Rodgers, because okay. uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams for keepers for the Packers obviously, but it was released today that sources close to Aaron have, have said that he is in talks to stay with the Packers now. He is going to finish out this year, and the next year he's probably out and leaving. Yeah, so I guess that what's being reported is the twenty two, the 2022 and the 2023 seasons on his contract are potentially going to be voided. Yeah. Um, something else that 
uh, Trey Wingo, I just saw a tweet from him. Part of the negotiations are that Rodgers wants Randall Cobb brought back to Green Bay. So that's hey. a little that's kind of interesting. Um, there was a really good um, YouTube video that I saw, and it was explaining the entire drama that has happened with the Packers over the last few years with, with getting a new GM and releasing of Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb and then switching over to a more dominant role that Aaron Rodgers didn't like. And it, it really, like, I'll, I'll try to find it and I'll try to post a link to it on our Twitter because it's really good. It's really interesting watch. But, I mean, I'm glad to see that I didn't want to see Aaron Rodgers, the reigning MVP, set out a year. I, I because as much as like I don't like the Packers, it's, it's entertaining football watching Aaron Rodgers throw it up to Devontae Adams every single play and Devontae making an incredible catch. Who, Devontae Adams now today, after hearing that Aaron Rodgers coming back, has said, hey, yeah. I'll come back for one more year too. Naturally. Yeah, which explains the Scotty Pippen MJ posts that they both had on their Instagram stories. You know who else doesn't want to see Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams sit out an entire season? Packers fans? The NFL. <laughs> <laughs> the NFL in general because their schedule's already been made and they really don't want Jordan Love throwing to nobody's Alan Lazard in MVS in primetime games. You want to know who's definitely still depressed or even more depressed? Broncos fans. Yeah. Still don't have a quarterback. How about they're wishing they took Justin Fields right about Yeah, now? probably. Um, yeah. I, I don't have much to add on it. I mean, you know, we don't have to discuss it anymore. Aaron Rodgers is going to be with the it, Packers it this year. Change and change my power rankings at all. Unless Aaron Rodgers had gotten traded today, but, I mean. Yeah, right. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers is on the Packers, they're a top three team in the NFC. Yeah. They just are. They're a top three. Their schedule is going to be easy. They're playing in the worst division in football, Yeah, I think. I, I think they're the worst division in football. Wouldn't you, would you agree with that? Well, it's either that. Bears stink. It's either that Lions or the, stink. It's either that or the NFC least. Yeah, but those teams are at least competitive. Like, well, the football team are on the up and up. The Eagles are on the down and down. The, the Cowboys Giants, should have a top five <laughs> roster. The Giants are just staying where the Giants always are. But, yeah, it, that's probably the worst division in football. I don't really think there's a question to it. Um, you ready for this? Yeah, I'm Expansion ready. Expansion draft time? I'm ready. So, do we have any specific rules? So, um, the, the we, we're going off of the post that we had saw. And the post was... If there were an expansion draft this year in the NFL and you only got to protect five players on your roster, who would it be? There are no stipulations of it can't be rookies or rookies are untouchable, second-year players are untouchable, blah, blah, blah. It, it could be free agents, normally, it could be people off of teams, it's whatever. Yeah, because normally in an expansion draft, the rookies aren't players you have to protect. They're already protected yeah. for you, but we didn't want to go through all that, so we just decided that if we're going to pick just five players from each team, yep. we're not going to go through each team's nope. five players. I'm not going to sit here and tell you who the Rams five protected players yeah. are. Also, you should kind of know who that is. Also, if we knew a fan of a certain team, we asked them who they would keep. So most of some of these I think it's about 50 percent. Yeah. 50 50 are our individuals. What we chose and 50 are chosen by fans. Some of them we don't agree with, but we don't see it as fans see it. We see it as NFL viewers see it. Compared to them, yeah, I'm just gonna be honest. I don't know any Tennessee Titan fans, or I know a Tennessee Titan fan, but I don't think he watches football. I ha I work with an Atlanta Falcons fan. The list that we made is the exact same as what okay. he would have said. So kind of figured because we were going through that list and we're like, Jesus Christ, who yeah. is the fifth guy? That that was rough. So I want the first pick on defense. You want the first pick on defense? Yes. Okay, so this is how we're gonna do it. We're gonna do the offensive picks first. We're only gonna pick eleven starters. 
Yep. For offense and defense. And then we're going to do defense second. And you are rolling with what formation? For We're going to start with offense. You are rolling with um, what formation? My for offense, offense is going to be a 12 personnel, so two wide receiver, two tight ends, and a running back. Okay. Um, that's I, just my preferred. You know, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a New England guy. That's what we like to run. So I love a three wide receiver set. So I went three wide receiver, one tight end, one running back, and then obviously the five offensive linemen. So go ahead and kick it off for the offense. All right. Um. So since I'm since I know that you're kind of gonna target wide receivers here because you have three of them, I'm just gonna take Chris Godwin right off the top. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So okay. I'm assuming that's who you kind of wanted. It wasn't my first option. Okay. Now, I understand Chris Godwin is like a loaded player. Okay. And that's, it's kind of like, how can he not be protected? So, do you want to just give the Bucks or who the Bucks protected? Because it's pretty ridiculous. So, it's Tom Brady, Mike Evans, uh, Shaq Barrett, Devin White, and Tristan Wirfs, their right tackle. Listen, yeah. We, we had a, that was a tough debate. Do you throw Godwin in there? But at the end of the day, like, Tristan Wirfs is one of the best offensive lineman in football you can't not protect him and Shaq Barrett one of the best pass rushers and Devin White easily a top seven middle linebacker you think oh yeah I mean could have been the MVP of the Super Bowl yeah so that's where we went with that so Chris Godwin is my first pick I'm really glad I got him I I didn't think I was going to because I figured that's who Andrew's going to take first all right so with my number one pick uh, it's obvious that it is a wide receiver. Godwin wasn't my first choice. My first choice is actually Allen Robinson. He's the last guy that I wrote down for receivers. Oh, really? Yeah. I completely forgot about him because um, when our Bears fan gave us the list, I could have swore that he would have been on the list, and he wasn't. So I was like, oh, okay. I might get Allen. Or, and then I was like, oh, wait, Allen Robinson is one of them? Not somebody I would have taken, though, so. That's fine. You, did just, you didn't really do yourself any favors. There. That's all right. So I'm writing down what you take so I don't get lost. You're, okay, you're, you're going to type a, them all down. You're doing a two tight end set, right? Yeah, two tight ends. Okay. Um. Wow. Well, you didn't take anybody that I was concerned about. So I'm going to go right back to the wide receiver well here. And, oh, actually, that kind of screws me up. Hmm. Yikes. Uh, you know what? This is easy. I'm going to take Keenan Allen. Okay. And, okay, he's another one with the Chargers. We thought about keeping him. Um, I have the Chargers list in front of me, too. The Chargers, we kept Herbert, uh, Ryan, or uh, is it it's Slater? What's his first name? Rashawn Slater. Rashawn Slater. I don't know why I said Ryan. Derwin James, uh, Joey Bosa, and Corey Lindsley. Uh, that's, you know... Some of the wide receivers got left off. If you weren't like a top 15 guy, we didn't keep you. Just because wide receiver is such a deep position, you know, I'd rather not keep those guys. I think that you would be able to keep some, you know, you'd save some of them in a draft. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with Keenan Allen. Okay. So right here is a little, little tough because... The guy I want at running back isn't my number one right now, but I'm looking into the future. So I'm hoping, hoping we don't have the same guy. Um, I don't need to take anybody else on the receiving side of the ball, except for tight end, but I only need one of those. 
So I am going to go with. I'm going to go with. Screw it. I'll take him right now. I'm going to take Josh Jacobs. I knew you were going to take him. Yeah, Josh Jacobs, another one with the Raiders. We didn't keep him. Um, I did ask a Raiders fan. He didn't give us a full list, but I did ask him, and he's like, I would not keep Josh Jacobs, even yeah. though the Raiders roster is terrible. So, and it's tough, too, because if it were last year, you're, take, you're keeping Josh Jacobs. But with the acquisition of Kenyon Drake, you're like, all right, well, nobody's going to take both of our running backs. So, and I mean, I don't think you're going to take Kenyon Drake with me taking – Josh Jacobs. Kenyon Drake is not on my list. I, okay, even. he wasn't on there my was, list either. There was so. way too many good running backs available that for me to not have him on the list. Yeah. Like, I knew you were only going to take one running back, so I only wrote down like five guys, and yeah. he's definitely not one of the five. Um. All right, so I'm back up here. You know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go get my quarterback right now. Okay. And the quarterback list is rough. Make it easy on me. No, I'm not. Just make it easy. I'm going to take Jimmy G. <laughs> it wasn't even on my list. All right, that's good, because I went through the list, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Which, like, it came to the point where I was like, what What guy on here can honestly win the Super Bowl for me? And I know that Jimmy G hasn't won the Super Bowl, but at least he's one throw away from winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, he was a lot better than some of the guys on the list. Uh, after you pick your quarterback, I'll tell you who my other guy was. Well, I, I only need, had one other guy. I don't need to pick my quarterback for a bit now. So I'm gonna go with the guy that Tell you I, what, I'll let you pick your quarterback now and then you can take another pick. Okay, I'm gonna take Derek Carr. Derek Carr, okay. So my other guy was Gardner Minshew. No freaking way. Yeah, that was my other guy. I, I was going through the list and I'm like, Kirk Cousins, no. Daniel Jones, no. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky, ugh. Derek Carr. And I'm like, you know what? Gardner Minshew. Like 34 touchdowns, only 10 interceptions in his career, or less than, I think it's like six interceptions. I can work with that guy. Like, especially with Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, like, hell yeah. The other one on my list was Carson Wentz. We didn't protect Carson Wentz? I thought Carson Wentz stayed with the Colts. I have Carson Wentz written down oh, for the Colts. Oops, so it's a good thing, so good thing you didn't take him. All right, so, so go ahead and make your other pick. Now, I don't need to take another wide receiver because you are all set there. Tight end is a little important, um, and I think I'm going to take the best one available. Zach Ertz was protected. I like what I saw out of Dallas Goddard last year without Zach Ertz, so I'm going to take Dallas Goddard. He wasn't my number one. My favorite tight end in the league that isn't one of the big five, Noah Fant, was my number one. So, I mean, I'm hurting myself a little I, bit. I'm but surprised I, you're not taking Noah Fant. I think Dallas Goddard is the better option at okay. tight end he's a better blocking option too yeah and i've we've seen him go for the deep ball a lot he's older i think Noah fans only 23 dallas goddard is 26 but he's a tight end we see tight ends play late in their career with barring injury all the time so dallas goddard without zach Ertz, I'll, I'll take that any day of the week all right so i don't have to touch running back or tight end right now and i'm good on wide receivers so I'm going to start hitting the offensive line, and i got to get there before you do. Uh, I'm going to take Zach Martin right off the board. Okay. He wasn't even on my list. Oh, good, because he's the best offensive lineman on the board, I think. That's fair. And I don't even think it's close. That's fair. Um, I'm, I'm going to follow you with offensive line. I'm going to take Joe Dooney. 
Okay, so I didn't want to have too many former Patriots or Patriots on my list because I really like the Patriots offensive line and what it's been over the last three years. So I had a couple of those guys on the list. So you, you've got Tooney. All right. Um, well, this just got kind of easy for me. Uh, I'm going to go back to left tackle, and I'm going to get Trent Williams, which kind of shocked that our 49ers fan did not keep Trent Williams. So I was happy to see him on the board. Where are you playing, Zach Martin, on the left or the right? Does left really? side. Okay. Left side. Okay, because that is where I'm playing. Just because the guy that I'm going to take on the right side strictly plays right side. So that is one thing that's going to be the downfall of my team is I didn't really look at what side they play better. I kind of just said, okay, well, if you're a top five left tackle, you can play a right tackle. But I'm going to go out and grab my other guard, which I think is just a step below this guard, and I'm going to take Joel Batonio. The other guy on my list for right guard. I that's That's a good pick. There wasn't a lot of guards, honestly, available no. that you were like looking at. You're like, oh, this guy's good. Yeah, you're like, oh, shit, who is this dude? Yeah, so that's why I made sure I went and got both of my guards. I'll worry about my tackles and my center. <laughs> Hopefully after you make not the picks I have. Um, so I'm going to go to right tackle now. Uh, I'm going to take, ooh. Hmm. I'm going to go Ronnie Stanley from the Ravens. Oh, did you have him written down? Because there's not a lot of options at right tackle. <laughs> the number one on my list. Number one option. Yeah. Who's your other guy? Oh, I have. He's my. Oh, you have both your tackles. Yeah. I uh, have Garrett Bowles and Taylor Martin. Oh, I'm surprised you don't have Ty Smith or Ryan Ramchick down. Because Ty Smith age is what yeah, age is what pushed age, me a little bit. So Ty Smith and Trent Williams were my two left tackle options, and I was kind of hoping that you wouldn't take Trent Williams. So I'm glad I beat you to him. Yeah. Well, I. I don't need to take any of my tackles, so that leaves me with my center position. And this is a little tough because looking down the list, you have Rodney Hudson, but he's kind of old. Yeah, I think he's 34. Corey Lindsley was protected. Yep. You have Frank Rag now, also old. Yeah. So I'm going to take another Cleveland Brown. I'm going to take J.C. Treader. Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to reach... And uh, grab my center, David Andrews, Patriots center. One of my favorite Patriots of all time. So is that your pick? Yeah, that, that's my pick. David Andrews. All right. Oh, don't do this to me now. Okay, thank you. A little technical difficulties. All right. So I can just basically go off of whatever order I feel like going on. So I'm just going to target the wide receiver position a little bit. Um... Give me Odell Beckham Jr. You know, I'm surprised you went there. I wrote him down, and the more I kept thinking about it, I'm like, man, as much as I think Odell can still play, he scares the hell out of me. Every year he's always nicked up. You know, what's what's going on mentally with him? Um, just, you know, I wasn't sure if you were going to take him. I have him written down, but he's one of the bottom guys. So I, I do agree with the pick, but... Um, I'm surprised that you went there. Yeah, and it, it's a. I I I thought long and hard about it all. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> and I I it was tough, tough to say the least actually because, I've never really been a big OBJ fan, at all. I think he's very talented, and I can't disagree with that. But, 
to say that I would like him to be the number two on my team kind of hurts to say, honestly. So I was reluctant to make that pick, but I, I, I just had to. So I think you're up. Yeah. Um. What positions do you have left to fill? I have wide receiver, left tackle, right tackle. Okay, so we don't need any of the same positions. Are you good if we just fill in the rest of our positions and then we can read off our lists? Yes, that's fine with me. Okay, so let me fill in the rest of my spots. So I need a running back, two tight ends, and a right guard. So at right guard, I'm going to go Shaq Mason to counter to counter with David Andrews. That was, that was tough. I, I really liked him, and I, I found him later on when I was looking into who I should take. He was actually at the bottom of my list. But I got both of the guards that I wanted, so I, it doesn't hurt as much. But. I'm surprised Ali Marpet wasn't one of your guys. I, I like, I'm okay. Here's where I'm shocked. When we play Madden, yes. who are the three offensive linemen yes. that we always go after? Rodney Hudson, Ali Marpet, and <laughs> Zach Martin. All three were available. I thought for sure you would get all three. I went more age. Which I agree age with. Age was a big driving factor. I think with an expansion team, I'd like to keep most of my players below the age of 30. Which, I mean, we're going to see that I didn't... My last few picks didn't do very well with doing that, but it's it's whatever. So I'm gonna go to the tight end spot now. Um, you didn't take any of the tight ends I was thinking about. Okay, I'm taking two. I'm gonna grab Janu Smith, and I'm gonna grab Pat Fryermuth, the rookie okay. from the Steelers, who I really liked in the draft. I'm gonna go youth there, yeah. and then the athleticism with Smith. I think Fryermuth's gonna be an all-around guy. I really like him. Uh, and then I have the running back spot left. <sighs> Man, this is so. Uh, listen, Zeke is on there, and I'm not taking him, but he's just staring me right in the face. But I'm not, I'm not touching him. Uh, Aaron Jones is another one that's on there. We did not keep him with the Packers. Ah, that was my number it's, one. So it's between him and Clyde Edwards-Elaire for me. Okay. And, you know, this is really tough. I just punched him who you're taking, so. I'm going to take Clyde Edwards-Elaire. I, I just... I know we had a weird year last year, but in the offense that I have, like he's going to be a dump down machine for Garoppolo. And as good as a pass catcher as Aaron Jones is, like he's up there. He's a little older. He's not a, as explosive or elusive as Ceh is. He's he can just break tackles. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Ceh on that. So now brings me to my last three positions. I'm going to start off with the wide receiver position, and. This player has shown a little bit of regression in the past few years. Oh, I think I know where this is going. But I still think he's a top five, top ten wide receiver in the league. Top five. You better watch yourself. Um, he's a top five wide receiver of all time. Nope. 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 I'm going with Julio Jones. He's not a top five wide receiver That's of all fine. time, you Andrew. Can say whatever he's you want. Not. Um, He's not. He's not ahead of Larry Fitzgerald. Don't now, make me do this. You can't deny the athleticism of Julio Jones. The age thing is a little bit of a worry, but I feel like when I was making this this team up in my head, the age wasn't really a factor with this one. It was more of Julio Jones can teach Allen Robinson and OBJ. A teaching lesson? This is really? No, but I mean, as my... As my wide receiver three, like he's still gonna get targets, and 
I now have the best wide. We both have the two best wide receiver cores in the league right now. But like, it's it's more of like, all right, I'm gonna teach you a little bit, but at the same time, I'm gonna show you a little bit. So my wide receiver three, Julio Jones, or whatever. Yeah, I might even move him up to the wide receiver one if I have to. Um, now the tackles are where I get a little, a little nervous because, again, I didn't take into account them playing one side of the ball way better than the other one. But I have my rankings of tackles, and I think this guy is well worth it. Uh, Garrett Bowles of the Broncos, he seemed to be a very average tackle for the Broncos in 2020. I hate to tell you, but we kept Garrett Bowles. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. Oh, no. I have Justin Simmons, Bradley Chubb, Patrick Sertain, Jerry Judy, and Garrett Bowles. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I sent you the papers. I I, I know my handwriting's yeah. chicken scratch, but yeah. I did send it to oh, you. Some of them were a little tough to read. I don't think we kept this guy. I hope we didn't. Go ahead. Taylor Martin of the Carolina Panthers? No, we did not. Okay. So, yeah, I want him. And then Ryan Ramchick is on the board. Like That's fine. All right. Sure. So is Ty Smith. And I'm going to go with Ryan Ramchick. Okay. All right. I talked you into one there. I'm glad I, I didn't did. want him, but I took him anyway. The, just the options are really rough. Like, yeah. You get down there and you're like, okay, Isaiah Wynn? No. Uh, the Steelers? <laughs> I know. You know. It's like, man, this is... It, it got rough after a while. Um, so I'm just going to read off my offense just to... I, I I actually like both our drafts. But shockingly, you didn't take a single player that I was, like, top targeting. You didn't take a single guy that I was looking for. So I got Jimmy G under center. I got CEH in the backfield. Jonu Smith and Pat Fryermuth at the tight end spots. Chris Godwin, Keenan Allen out wide. I love my wide receivers. Both underneath and deep route guys, love that. Perfect for the Jimmy G system. I got Trent Williams, Zach Martin, David Andrews, Shaq Mason, and Ronnie Staley. Like, good luck getting a pass rush on that one. And we're going to be able to run the football. I, that's the best offensive football right there. Oh, it's the second best because mine is the best. I have Derek Carr under center. You have Derek Carr under center. You're throwing 27 touchdowns next year. You have year. Jimmy G under center. You're you're one bad hit away from not having a quarterback. Anymore. You're not Good wrong. For Can you. I trade him for Gardner Mitchell? <laughs> no. Um, I have Josh Jacobs running the ball. A little worrisome with the injury issue, but my number one also has injury issues in the past, Aaron Jones. So I'm confident with the age that he can pull through all of those injuries. I have some very, very... I have, a f- I, I have my, my deep route runner in OBJ, and then I have two of my power receivers in Allen Robinson and Julio Jones. And then I have my short... I have my all-down-the-field Dallas Goddard. No matter where he is down the field, he's going to catch the ball. He caught, I think, two Hail Marys on the Eagles last year, one of which was for a touchdown. The other one put him within within the 10-yard line. And then some young guys on the line. I have Taylor Mott of the Panthers. I have Joe Tooney. I have J.C. Treader, Joel Batonio, and then Ryan Ramchick, which your wide receivers, like three of the all-time greatest one-on-one contested catch guys ever. So I'll give you that. But... Your your line is what puts your team maybe a little bit better than mine, but I don't I don't like your quarterback or running back well, situation. Well, my play action is what's going to be, that's what's going to be the big thing. Yeah, is I I'm going to dominate with play action because I have the two tight ends. I'm going to be able to put you know all those guys on the line and fool you, 
yeah. and then dump offs to CEH for twelve yard scampers. Okay. So the defense. Run me your defensive setup. You have a strong safety. You have a free safety. Okay, so the safety list was weird. I'm forgive me. I don't know every single team's strong and free safeties. No, that's fine. So I just wrote down safeties. Yes, I did the same thing. I'm running two safeties, but they're gonna be probably out of position. I'm not sure if I'm gonna go with three corners or two corners yet. I'm gonna kind of decide that based on the picks. Okay. I know I'll be taking at least two linebackers. And I know I'll have two defensive tackles for sure. So that's what I can tell you right now. Two defensive tackles for sure? Yes, for sure two defensive tackles. Okay. So And what 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 are you going with? I, I have strong safety. I have a free safety written down. Again, I, I'm not distinguishing strong safety from free safety. I'm just gonna put a safety there. I'm definitely running three cornerbacks. Maybe switch up if the cornerbacks get a little dry. Two linebackers, uh, two D ends, and uh, two D tackles, and a left end and a right end. So with the first pick, and it's tough, and I, I didn't. It was tough for me to decide which way I wanted to go first, offense or defense. I kind of just threw it out there as a last-minute decision that I wanted to pick defense first. I think the safety position is very important. So I am going to go with John Johnson the third of the Cleveland Browns. Good pick. I forgot to put him on my list. I'm really kind of pissed that I didn't put him on my list now. So um, Pro Football Focus has him written down as a – or graded – at least an 80 in every healthy season he's played in the NFL for his coverage grades. And, I mean, now he's the distinct number one in the Cleveland defense. So, I mean, now he's the distinct number one in my defense. So I'm going to take him. I think that, that that immediately puts me above you to start. There's another safety out there that is it could tie it with me, but I, I think I got the better of the two in John Johnson the third. Did you use PFF for like 90% of your rankings for this stuff? Um, A little bit. And then some of them I threw in kind of personal, right? not biased. Right. Like rankings. I went through and I wrote down my personal guys first. And then I went to PFF and was like, all right, where do these guys actually rank in their opinions? And then I was like, okay. Yeah. You know, that's where I'm going to move them around. Um, I'm glad you went safety and didn't take any of my guys because safety is kind of a tough position for me. And glad you didn't do that. So I'm just going to jump. Ooh, this is tough. All right, you know what? I wasn't going to go middle linebacker first, but I am. Uh, Levante David, I'm taking him. I know you want him. And listen, we already said it with the Bucs. I, I think the Bucs have the most loaded roster, and the guys that were left off are is ridiculous. Yes. Um. So I'm going Levante David with my first pick. Okay. So I need three of these. So I should probably take one now. You probably should. Seeing as you didn't take one. And, again, it's tough because it, there's not a lot of them. But the ones that I see and the ones that I have written down, I feel like are very good. So I'm going to go with William Jackson the third of the Washington Great football pick. team. Great pick. Great pick. That was my top guy. So I, I think this is where I think I'm gonna I might pull ahead because I did I did way more research on the defensive side of the ball than I did offensive side of the ball. 
so the way I the way I handled the defense was I kind of tried to go after just nasty, physical, because that's the kind of defense I like. I like a defense that's going to press the shit out of you and make big explosive tackles and hit hard. That's why I went with two defensive tackles. I, I love the defensive tackle position. I think it's one of the most underrated positions in football. Uh, I'm not actually. I am going to go there. I am, and I'm going to stick right with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm not going to sway from them. I'm going to go Vita Vea. Okay. Not on my list. Granted, I didn't have a really because I think he's like a top five defensive tackle in I football. Forgot to write down my defensive line list, so I'm well, kind that of sucks. shooting everything on that side of the ball. Out of my ass. So what you're telling me is I can wait on the rest of my defensive linemen? Probably. I mean, I have links open. I just I am not looking at them at the moment. So I'm gonna go back to the corner position. Um, right now I'm sitting here watching you take corners, and just praying you don't take all my guys. It's tough. There's one guy that's 33, and a free agent right now. But he's also in jail. Yeah. So you can take him. We're just gonna pretend he's not in jail. I'm not gonna take him. You're not gonna take him. Okay. I'm gonna take a Dory Jackson of the Giants. Yeah, another one on my list. He was my number three. Awesome. Awesome. This is going this is going. That's okay good. though, because my corner list is it's just wide open and there's not a lot of any it's just kind of thrown out there. Yeah. So, personally, front seven is more important to me. I, I like a better front seven than the corners. I think corners, you can get away with two fast guys back there that can just run with wide receivers at this point. Yeah, I will agree. Um, wow. All right. Well, hmm. okay, I'm just going to go back to middle linebacker here, okay. and I'm going to take Demario Davis because I'm kind of hoping that this is screwing you out of front seven guys while you're worried about your back end. And that's where I'm going to go. Okay. Can you read me off the Colts keepers that we had? I think he's, he's got to be on the list. The Colts, we had Jonathan Taylor, uh, Quentin Nelson, uh, Leonard, the linebacker there, yep. uh, DeForest Buckner, okay. and Carson Wentz. That's all I needed to hear. So you, you're not taking DeForest Buckner, I'm basically, is basically what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the number one defense in the league last year. One of the guys on that list in my front four. I'm going to go with, and this is tough too. Let me just do a little. Where are you going with this? So this is tough because of the age thing. And I mean, I've heard rumors of retirement dwindling in the wind. But I'm going to save it because I know you're not going to take him. I'm going to take Kenny Clark of the Green Bay Packers. <sighs> defensive tackle. All right. I'm glad. All right. I'm glad you got your defensive tackle out of the way because I'm taking another one. And he he's on my list, and I'm kind of pissed you took him. But at least I know where I can go with that now. Um, and I, I will say that I'm very happy with that because I, I think he's the only nose tackle who's in the same kind of category as Vita Vea. Uh, there's one other guy. Okay. There's one other guy. Um. All right, I got to attack the secondary a little bit here. And I'm going to go back to the Buccaneers again. I'm going to keep going. Like, their their defense 
was so good. Like, there's just guys everywhere. And you know what? I'm not going to go to the corner market there. I'm going to go Antoine Winfield. I'm going to take him in the safety department, and I'm kind of hoping he was your other safety pick. No, he wasn't? All right. He wasn't even on my list. He was the last. I forgot about him completely, and then I went to Pro Football Focus. I'm like, oh, shit. Antoine Winfield. Like, he was potentially rookie of the year last year. Yeah. Um. So... Now, now is tough. Do I go back interior defensive line? Do I go edge rushers? Do I finish off my safeties, my last cornerback? But I am missing one thing. I do not have a linebacker at the moment. You don't. But you, you could switch up and take another linebacker. I very well could. And I don't really want that to come back and bite me in the ass because there's very, very few... But I'm very happy with this one. I'm gonna take Eric Kendricks of the yeah, he's the third guy Minnesota Vikings. List. Yep. Now that makes me very happy to hear because I had no other linebackers written down. I had three. There's one other guy I think. I had three, and you I'll had two. taken two of them. There's so two other guys I think that are that are legit. Yeah. Um, that you could have gone after. Okay. I'm going to go back to the safety position because I don't want to lose out on this guy. Uh, Devin McCourty, got to have him. Wasn't even on my list. All right. I don't care that he's like 34. Safeties can play till they're 39. The, the safety position is it's good, but I, I don't want to have – I got to have a free safety back there that knows what he's doing. So I got to go McCourty. Got to have him. Can't Fair. pass him up. Um. Wow, wait! I don't even need to go safety now. I don't need to go line. I could go linebacker. Defensive line is what's gonna kill me though. Um, hang on one second. I'm looking up our. Read me off the the Saints real quick. I think you just pulled the one that is like on the bottom of my pile. I had to use paper for this. I couldn't do all the typing. Hang on, I might have. Wow. I have it right okay. here. I have Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Marshawn Lattimore, Cam Jordan, and uh, Marcus Davenport, who I had written down on my defensive end position, and I don't know why I have him written down here too. So good thing I didn't take him. Edge rushers are kind of tough because there's not a lot of them. Everybody, So that's why defense was so tough because if you had a good corner, you kept your corner. And if you had a good edge rusher, you kept your edge rusher. Yeah. Like, those were the two positions on defense that everybody kept. So, I'm going for another another Viking here. No, I'm not, actually. I'm going to take the old guy. The new guy in town for his team. I mean, he just got signed to a very hot place. Uh, I'm going to take J.J. Watt. Stole a pick there. That was that was an in-case-of-emergency break-the-glass-back that is J.J. Watt. Yeah. Now, injury concerns, obviously, because I mean, it's J.J. Watt. He could either be out of the game for a bloody nose or be out, of the, be out for the season with a very bad injury. But I don't care. I'm very confident with that pick. I, you didn't, I, is he a top seven edge rusher in the league when healthy? Addressers are very when good right healthy, now. When healthy? I mean, yeah, when healthy. But that's the key word, yeah. when healthy. Okay. 
All right. Um, all right. I got to finally address the corner thing. How many? Actually, how many corners have you taken? Two. Two out of three. Okay. Yeah, I definitely have to address it. Um, God. Oh man. Um, I'm gonna go Pat Peterson. Okay. Not a lot of options left. They're all old. There's not a lot of young corners, to be honest. There is. Uh, there's one who just signed with the Eagles. Former Steeler. Very good young cornerback. I'm yeah, going to take Steven pass. Nelson. No thanks. Okay. I just like the age factor there. I I think it, it's it's a little questionable, but as my cornerback three, and I have a little bit of, of linebacker coverage, I have uh, safety so coverage right cornerback now. Cornerback three, you want to be your speed guy, though. Uh, yeah, but I can switch these up at any point in time. Like, I'm, this is just... As my third best cornerback on this list, I'm not really worried about it. Okay. I I have a couple options I can go. I still need one corner and I need I need at least two outside linebackers or two DNs and a defensive tackle. Um I'm gonna go to the outside guys and I'm gonna take Jadavion Clowney. I know he's got the injury stuff, but I can't really pass up on him. He's so good in the run and just makes plays. He doesn't get a lot of sacks, but I like his ability to just make plays. So I'm going to go Jadavion Clowney. Okay. I'm going to finish off my edge rushers, and I'm going to take Zadarius Smith. Fuck you. Of the Green Bay Packers. Now, I'm very happy to hear what you just said. So I think I made the right decision. Where was he on your list? Was he your next pick for the for the edge rusher? He was third, okay. but he was it was like a debate. Um All right. Oh man. All right, I'm gonna grab my what do you need? What do, what do you have left here? Safety, linebacker, tackle. Okay, so I'm gonna make my defensive tackle pick. Okay. And then do you mind if I grab my other two selections after that? Go for it. All right, I'm gonna take Chris Jones from the Chiefs. At my defensive tackle spot. Yep. He wasn't on the keeper. Oh no, that the Chiefs. No, was the Chiefs so is another make, one. Yeah. Them and the Bucks were just loaded. Yeah. Um. Yeah, which we I don't think we took a. Oh, you took Joe Tooney on offense. Yep. I was gonna say, did we take a single Chief on offense? But yeah, you took Joe. T- oh, and I took Ceh. Um. And then I need, I need one corner. I'm gonna go Carlton Davis with the Bucks. Okay. There's my youth. All right. And my last pick is going to be, oh, man. You know, I'm going to go Jerry Hughes. Even though he's a Bill, I'm going to take him. I didn't really want to have any Buffalo guys, but got to have it. Okay. So, here we go. I'm going to get my free safety out of the way. I'm going to take Kevin Byard. My favorite free safety. Yeah. Legitimate free safety in, yeah. the, in the league. Um, linebacker. Now, this is tough because after Kendricks and after all of the keepers, there aren't much. There isn't much left for me to go with. So, I'm going to go with. Let me just check the Bears really quick. Okay, I'm going to go with Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith was a keeper. Oh, Roquan right there, yeah. Oh, my God. Jesus. 
Were you Did paying they? attention at all? Well, so the forward, like, because you forwarded me the messages, you didn't like copy paste them, and I'm like, I'm looking at them, and it's a little bit tough to read. It's so, tough to read a text message. Well, it's in it's gray background and gray writing. Yeah, it's a little tough to read, bud. So, <laughs> this is tough. Uh, my options. Why here, do you think I grabbed linebackers early? I didn't want to be in this position that you're in. So there, uh, there's two guys, personally. My options here are Alexander Johnson of the Denver Broncos, and I could go Matt Milano of the Buffalo Bills. There's one other guy also. There's Blake Martinez with the Giants. Tackling there machine. Is. Now, I like that because... Only Zach Cunningham and Levante David have more defensive stops over the past two years. But I don't know. This is just... Just make a pick. I mean, Jesus. All right. I'm going to go... I don't want to bill. <laughs> so I'm going to take Blake Martinez. I would have taken Milano. I don't want to bill at all. I will I will keep my, my, my team clean of that. And then the defensive I was, I'm just going to say I was kind of shocked that Milano wasn't one of the keepers for the Bills. Um, yeah. I know that Edmonds, White, and uh, Daryl Dawkins are all good players, but I would have kept Matt Milano as one of them. That that was Rob Mosier's shout-out. He gave us the list for that. And then I am going to take – let me just check the football team really quick on our ranking, make sure he's not there, and then I have my pick if he's not – He's not. Okay, I'm going to take Jonathan Allen. Just okay. signed a big contract yeah. for the football team. Yep. I'll take him. So that finishes up my team. If you want to read off yours first. Yeah, I'll start I'll start with the front seven. Uh, I got Jerry Ho- Jerry Hughes, Vita Vea, Chris Jones, Jadavian Clowney, then uh, Levante David and Demario Davis. Wait, am I missing a guy? Two, four, six... Eight. You oh, are. I have to pick another player. <laughs> Whoops. Looks like I can't count. Um, Thank you for letting me finish off my team, though, first. Yeah, I mean, that's fine, because I'm just going to... Matt Milano? I, no, I'm just going to take a corner here, and uh, I'll go with Kyle Fuller. Okay. Corner? Yeah. All right, so I'll go with Kyle Fuller. Um, and then, obviously, my other two corners are Pat Peterson, Carlton Davis, and I got Antoine Winfield and Devin McCourty. I went with a lot of bucks. I, I don't even care. That defense was that good. Like, there was a lot of guys available. I took them. I, I'm not going to apologize for that. Yeah. I went with my my secondary is a little small uh, with John Johnson the third and Kevin Byard as my safeties. I have William Jackson the third and Dory Jackson and Steven Nelson as my three corners. I'm Eric Kendricks and Blake Martinez as the, the linebackers. I don't. I'm not happy with my second linebacker. I don't think I would have been if I had taken anybody else earlier either, though. So I'm not too upset. I have Kenny Clark and Jonathan Allen, who I'm very shocked I got both of them as my D tackles. And then same thing with my edge rushers. I'm very shocked I have J.J. Watt and Darius Smith. So I think my front four went a lot better than I I thought it would. And my linebackers are kind of lacking, but everywhere else I think I'm just. I think I have you beat on the defensive side. I, and I think I you have me beat on the offensive I side. I think I think my linebackers and I like my safeties a lot better than yours for sure. And I think that the problem is my I think two you, defensive tackles 
and my middle linebackers and my defensive ends are all physical, they all tackle, and they're all massive. The difference between our teams is if we were to post these on the internet right now, say we posted them on Facebook and said, hey, vote whose team would be better, your team would win because your defense has way more household names than mine does. That is true. That is true. So it's tough for us to do this and send these out to people that aren't like analytically looking at these players and looking back at their highlights and all that stuff. I also took this. I looked at guys and I said, all right, which which one of these guys can tackle they make big hits, and they're flying on. I, I like a defense that's, I, honestly, the Seattle defense of 2014. That's a defense I'd like to look at and be like, hey, that's someone I can watch. Yeah. They fly around, they make big hits, and they tackle. That's what I like. Yeah. So that's those are the kind of players I went after. Um, I mean, yeah, you're, you're right. I have more household names, but I also think that those are the guys that, you know, uh, defensively can win football games for you. So Yeah. Um, If Andrew has these written up in a document or something we will post these and actually i'd like to get people to vote on it and see which team they like better I mean, we'll post them but like if we're posting these on facebook i lost you think yes well, maybe um, nobody that really just casually watches football knows who john johnson is probably if they don't know who john johnson is then they don't casually like, watch football i mean I, uh, eagles fans now know who steven nelson is but I mean, if I were to ask, Eagles fans don't want to know who half the guys on their team are. Like, but if you looked on your list, Anton Winfield, yes. Devin McCourty, yes. Patrick Peterson, yes. Carlton Davis, yeah. Kyle Fuller, yeah. Levante Davis, yeah. your entire defense, except yeah. for maybe Jerry Hughes. Everybody knows. If you're a Bills fan, you know who Jerry Hughes. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. Now we're gonna go to. Question of the week, and this week, actually, I don't have it. Garrett was patient enough over the last few weeks to say, hey, I'm going to wait, which he didn't do a few weeks ago, which Listen, kind of you know what? To I me, can do whatever I want. Whatever. So, okay. go right. ahead. Not a, Enjoy the spotlight of asking questions. Actually, I have two questions, but the, this one is the random one, and then the other one is just because we have the draft coming up. I just wanted to ask you one more draft question, <laughs> okay. but this is the random one. So... Your wa- the Olympics are obviously over the next two weeks. Yes. What is your weird Olympic sport you like to watch that's not one of the big ones, like swimming, track and field, gymnast? What's your weird gym or Olympic sport? Does softball count in the... No, that's a regular sport. Okay. Like, I-, I want something weird. So, I watched the first U.S. woman win fencing the, f- the other day. That was pretty cool. Didn't understand a bit of it, but it's basically was, whoever that gets was cool. poked. Uh, I have handball, which fun fact I have said that if there was one Olympic sport that I had to choose and I would be a little bit above average at, it would be handball. So, but I haven't watched much of that because it's not really the most exciting thing to watch. It's kind of just grown men and women throwing a ball as hard as they can in a net that's almost unsavable. So I'm not gonna choose that. Um, I don't know. I love watching pole vault. Pole vault? Yes. Okay. All right. You also so did pole vault. I did in high pole school, vault in so. high school, so I'm gonna take that out. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say fencing. That was very interesting to watch. Yeah. So fencing was was gonna be my choice, but I don't want to copy it. My other one is water polo. Yes. I get a kick out of water polo. Like, basically, like twelve people just trying to drown each other the entire time. Like. Super exciting to watch. I, it, they actually had it on work to, on at work today on the TV, so I was kind of casually watching that on the side. Um, 
I love the Olympics. Oh, I, me too. I do. I love watching them. Uh, we were watching skateboarding the other night, and it's like, not okay. Here's here's what's funny about skateboarding. So we're watching it, and like these guys are supposed to be like the best in the world at skateboarding, but they're right? not. But here's what's funny though: is skateboarding that hard? That even the best in the world can't land tricks because they were all making mistakes, and it's like, but I can't do that. I don't know anybody that can do what these guys are doing, I and they say, couldn't even land them. I will say the X Games are a thing for a reason. So why they brought skateboarding to the Olympics just blows my well, mind. I mean, you know, the half pipe, they, all the snowboarding and skiing is in the Winter Olympics now, and BMX racing is in the Olympics too. I understand that, but I, I like to. I don't know. I don't think skateboarding should be an Olympic sport. I just, I really don't. I don't think people understand it enough. Like people over the years have grown to understand snowboarding. And yeah, like, like I, I watch skateboarding skiing. and I'm like, what the hell am I watching? But like skateboarding, it's like, oh my god, this guy just did a double Mick twist. No, no, that's a snowboarding move. Oh, that's is it? This guy just twist. That's the this Sean guy White. just did a, a pop shove it 360 into a tail slide and. It's like, wow, those words sound cool, but how difficult. And it's the same thing with gymnastics, honestly. Like, I watch gymnastics, and I don't know how the hell they score these, but, like, I don't know. We were at the bar a couple weeks ago. Shout out Josh. And we were watching yeah, gym- Josh, if you <laughs> listen to this, we're trying to find who you are. We, were watching- we didn't catch your last name, and we thought you were a cool guy. We were so. watching gymnastics on the TV at the bar and making bets. And, like, I was like, okay, well, I think this is going to happen. I was wrong. I lost. I had to buy shots. But that was cool. I don't understand it at all, but let's go Brody for the U.S. Gymnast- the men's gymnastic team, the only guy on that team I can name. But I think these Olympics are a little bit better, too, because like we're finally seeing, like, okay, we have all of these countries in Tokyo, and it's finally like, okay, COVID rates are rising in Tokyo, but like everybody is still doing their, their part, wearing masks when they're supposed to. And we get to watch these Olympic Games. Like, I'm hyped. I love the Olympic Games. I love the Olympic Games. Like, I like the World Cup. It's every four years, and I couldn't be more excited every single time it comes around. Is that it? Answer yeah. your question well? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm glad you said fencing because that's like, I like watching that on the side. I'm like, all right, who can poke each other first? Yeah. Like, that's, I, th- listen, those people are so good at that. There's also unwritten rules to fencing. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, there's like... Um, you, like, you're if you aim for... like. This guy who was a fencer, he said every time he was training and, and his partner would poke him in the in the face, in the face mask, he'd smack him because it's like, why would you do that? Yeah, like, there's like etiquette to it. Yeah. Um, not going to lie, like equestrian, not like the worst thing ever. Stop. It's stupid, but not the worst thing ever. Um, last question. NBA draft is this week. Give me one prediction. One prediction and one like just overall thought on it. Um, and and not don't tell me Cade Cunningham's going number one. Give me give me something interesting. I don't know. Maybe the Thunder don't trade up would be a prediction, which every sign is telling me that they are, which I hope they do. It, it, this is tough because I really I still haven't sat down and thought of what could happen. Like, I've been a little bit lazy about the NBA draft. I'm not as into the NBA draft as you are. Yeah, I'm so... I'm, my team doesn't even have a first-round pick this year, and I'm, like, all in. Yeah, it. my team has your first-round pick. That's fine. I'm, you guys can make it because you're going to take Corey Kispert. I'm so into the NFL draft, which is why I feel a little bit bad that I can't throw in my input onto these NBA talk, NBA draft talks. 
but I just don't. There isn't a fire that lights up inside of me when I'm thinking NBA draft. But with the NFL drafts, I'm like, well, eh, my team's most likely going to have a first-round pick every year because we don't trade our picks away. So, I mean, I guess my prediction would be the Thunder don't trade up, which if they don't, I'll be a little bit upset. But I don't Do you have one? Quick one? Yeah. Um, I think Golden State is going to try their damnedest to, try, to trade 7-14. and 14. I think they're going to fail at it, and they're going to end up taking – Two guys. I think they're going to take Kaminga at seven, and then they're going to hope to hope and pray that Davion Mitchell falls to them at fourteen. And if he doesn't, I think you could see Franz Wagner at fourteen, maybe, or you could see them taking Franz Wagner at seven and taking somebody at fourteen like uh, Chris Duarte or Davion Mitchell if he's still there. I, I, I think Golden State is potentially going to royally screw this up. And they need to seriously trade that pick. Okay. I, I think they need to trade out 100%. Yeah. And shocker, Book Knight. Book Knight's going top eight. I, he's going top eight, and I don't think he's going to the Thunder. Sorry to say that. But I think uh, I think your guy is not going to happen. Yeah. And watch out for my guy, Alpernin Sangoon. <laughs> just, just keep an eye on him. So, guys, this has been a fun episode. We will actually see you guys on... Thursday for the first installment of our fantasy football podcast this week. So look out for that. What, what topic are we thinking? We got a topic off the top of our heads? So here? we're going to do a different ranking every single week leading up to it because, you know, there's only 10 days until the first football game of the year starts and with the Hall of Fame Bowl, the, Bear, or the Cowboys and the Steelers. So Ugh. I'm thinking every single week we target, uh, for one topic, we target a ranking of the positions. So maybe next week we'll do or maybe on Thursday you'll hear quarterback rankings along with quarterback sleepers and guys to avoid. And then we'll throw in other topics along with those in there. I'm not going to give too much away, but just look out for those. And then eventually we will do a mock draft when we get maybe the middle of August. I know uh, a couple of our friends have already messaged us that some of their drafts are August 14th. So maybe the Thursday before that, which would be the... Basically not next Thursday, but Thursday It'd after. be the 12th. We'll do a, a mock draft along with our one of our rankings. So just look out. We have a lot of stuff going on with that. And then throughout the year, we'll keep you guys posted with how our leagues are going. I know I already have two that I'm in this... Or three that I'm in this year, along with our free one that we do every year. I usually jump in about seven random leagues. Um, I just get on ESPN and I jump in the random drafts against people. And yeah. I really like doing those. Something to yeah. do. To uh, be honest. So we don't have the stats for everything right away. Uh, this is more of a we want to talk about fantasy football. We're both decently good at fantasy football. So just don't expect the highest quality right away. But we're going to give you our honest takes and like very good opinions. Not I've, like I've said it before. There's You're not going to find a guy that spends more time on the waiver wire yeah. than myself. Like I take fantasy football incredibly. I, I might take it more seriously than my job sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like I'm up every day at 5 or every Tuesday at 5 o'clock. Monday at 5 o'clock. No, it's, t- it's Tuesday mornings. Tuesday, Tuesday mornings, at 5, 5, 5 a.m. So looking at the my, league that we're in has, has weird pickups for the waiver wire. And yeah, actually it's, on Thursday, that'll be a topic. We'll explain how our main league goes because yeah. our main league is very different from everybody it's else's. It's a joke. I hate it. Don't I hate everything get, about it. Don't want to get too into it, but we will see you guys on Thursday. And then this is our new schedule. Record, record this podcast on Monday, release it on Tuesday, and then record the fantasy episode on Tuesday, release it on Thursday. Guys, again, we're having fun doing this. We will see you guys on Thursday.